This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And all out of This nightmare world emerges a fearsome half man, half ape, with the strength of twenty demons. It's time. Hello there, and welcome to a episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. Uh, so right before we get started, I I want to say that here in the Video Junkyard, the last few episodes that we've done have been great. I think representations of what 80s cinema can do with uh you know just great cinema but every once in a while (laughs) we got to review the shit of the shit and i decided to throw in for this week um a movie i had no idea about but i'm like it's from the 80s it looks awful um and I think it's about time that we we reviewed a shitty you, movie. You were right on both counts, so. And oh my God, was I right? <laughs> it is from um, the '80s, and it is. You know. And it is. Quite oh, I will hold back the reviews. Yeah, it is a movie. It is. Um, and that movie is Conquest. Uh, and joining uh, me tonight on this uh, Conquest, Conquest is uh, a good friends and co-hosts, uh, Joe and Eric. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Oh, doing pretty good. Still, still kicking. So that's good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> doing all right, and enjoying that it's gotten a little bit nicer and warmer out. But, uh, but you know, I was I was really glad though the other night to curl up on the couch and watch some quality film. Uh, the one that we're going to talk about tonight. So I I've been actually looking forward to this all week. <laughs> it is of a quality, that's for sure. It is. <laughs> Yeah. So okay, I gotta I gotta throw this out. I gotta throw this out. So it was what maybe up three weeks ago or something like that. We were we were talking about how we were gonna start doing pretty much all of our movies off of Tubi, right? So we can kind of advertise. <laughs> them a and yeah, we had got done recording, and we're like, we're all online still, and we're all thumbing through the Tubi website. We're like, wow, there's a ton of great movies. Why don't we just use this for a while since we can't all go to the library and stuff to get movies? And I think you had mentioned this one, I think, Ryan, and then last week you were like, let's do let's do this Conquest movie. Just looking at the cover, it looks really bad. And Eric, if I remember correctly, you're the one that said, oh, yeah, that one's directed by Lucio Fulci. Mm-hmm. To yeah. which I went, I, I oh! was only aware of it by name, but, yeah, I knew it existed, and I knew yeah. it was uh, one of Fulci's movies. And so I said, oh, well, that's neat. And Ryan, <laughs> yeah, let's watch it. And I didn't say anything because I was for those of you that don't know, Ryan is not a huge fan of especially graphically gory horror films. And so when he recommended Fulci, yeah. Yeah, I went, being like oh. the godfather of gore, the Italian gore film. Like <laughs> his nickname is the Maestro. <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel like maybe we owe you a little bit of an apology cuz I I was very aware of it was going to be a rough one for you and <laughs> it was uh uh but anyway. I will. Oh yeah, I, I will Just admit, like... Ryan. Throughout the middle of the week, Eric and I have been texting each other, going, "You think he's going to finish it?" And I'm like, "I don't know, but I'm going to see." <laughs> I finished it. Good. Yeah, That's so... awesome. Yay. Um, <laughs> I will I say, I like know. after. I don't know if yay, but yeah. Sarah didn't. <laughs> the... Sarah walked out halfway. He's like, "I'm done." <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I have to, like, I did, it was not like, <laughs> so I was, so what I had to do to get through this movie after the first, like, few minutes of it, and after that whole fucking brutal scene yeah. that I, I turned away from, like, instinctively, like, I can't, I can't do it, I can't fucking do this, like, I can't look at it, um, I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna play Castlevania <laughs> on, on my Nintendo Classic uh as i'm watching this movie because i need to do something else as this movie plays because if it's not fucking super gory which i'll admit it's not always but i mean no, there's moments really... that are uncomfortable it but has most like of the time two it's scenes fucking... where it pushes the envelope and then the rest of it's just mm. eh, yeah yeah but... but most of us is fucking boring as fuck if you can see it um <laughs> yeah because most of it looks like it was fucking filmed with either like vaseline on the fucking lens or if someone forgot to turn on a fucking light anytime they were in a fucking yeah. dark area Yeah, nobody here understands lighting so i'm just going to give you my best fucking rendition of whatever this was uh so it's <laughs> the film starts off with a topless gold-faced butterface snorting some brains and she begins to have a bad trip during a snake orgy um, shaken by her vision, she sends her army of Chewbacca cosplayers out to um, end the button bromance between a teen with a laser bow and a middle-aged man who loves animals. So it's kind of like Star Wars. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, essentially, yeah. You're, you're right. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly, I, should I, could I read off of what the synopsis is? And what you, yeah, but that I feel like mine's the most accurate because that's what you're getting. You know, this uh, is pretty I much. Mean, you, you made more sense out of it in that synopsis than I might have been able to had I not read the Wikipedia page of what I mean, was going this, on in this movie. <laughs> this this movie is just a a gory combination of Conan the Barbarian and, po and an episode of Power Rangers. Yeah. I swear to fucking God. Yeah, it's there's... blood and guts and boobs and butts. That's so... it. And, and you know, werebears or whatever the hell those things are. So Werebears. So... <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Jack? I, I, I just had a couple of notes. Five minutes. So, I, again, if anybody doesn't know, I, I make these notes on my phone while I'm watching it. And it's usually at, like, midnight. Five minutes in, I have no idea what's going on. Young dude gets magic bow, then naked throat singers in kabuki masks. <laughs> yep. Are those yep. when when the Chewbacca cosplay wear dog whatever things those are right? Which I mean I don't know. Even even the Wikipedia description says oh, of werewolf like creatures. Yeah. yeah. But when you first <laughs> see them, it's a bit at a distance, and this is already kind of like barbarian type sword and sorcery film. I actually legitimately asked out loud. So is that? It's clearly a guy in a suit. Am I supposed to know it's a guy in a suit? Like, is that his warrior suit? He wears this animal. <laughs> yeah. Or is it I actually just a, kind a bad, of the same thought? Yeah. And then when it, they kept, I was like, oh no, that's just how they're they're supposed to look like monsters, but they don't. They just they're don't. uh, they're like yeah. a combination of Chewie and Benji. Like if Chewie and Benji <laughs> had some kind of like bastard children. <laughs> And so my, my next uh, couple notes are literally just, oh, they ripped her in half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. that's the moment. Now <laughs> werewolf coke. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I actually have to give this movie credit for um, a very good twist. I like a good twist in a movie. And when I'm watching a movie like, ooh, this is going to be a brutal rape scene. And the twist part is, no, it's not. They're just ripping her in half. I was like, I did not see that coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Neither did I. Twist. I mean, Neither did I, Joe. Right in half, so. 
Yeah. Neither did I. I did not see that coming. But it was it was like, oh. And then you start getting into that existential discussion in your brain of like, I don't know what's worse. You know, like what the fuck? I don't know what yeah. I don't know what to think right now. And then you start watching the movie and you're like, you know, the plot's like a, a it'd be a decent D&D campaign. Um by who? I mean, yeah, if you could ever really figure <laughs> out like what what exactly is going on or what the stakes of the whole thing are like characters i mean you can figure out you know who's who kind of thing like obviously mace is the hero and um or at least the the, the archetype barbarian right. type hero and yeah. then and Ilias. Ilias is the um you know young kind of frodo baggins type character and um uh, yeah there, there, there's a bit ba- you know the big bad witch and all that stuff so yeah uh, but yeah, so it's got all the pieces of a good D&D campaign, but the movie itself is just so, like, I would call it dreamlike if it wasn't, um, you know, generally, like, an unpleasant dream, maybe, but, like, a nightmare? yeah, like, I think like we started to get to, the, the photography is so, I, I was wondering the whole time, like, was this intentional, like, the, the misty, just to kind of hide, like, my, are, they were used at re, reusing the same location 20 times or something, um, or has this film been damaged and beyond repair to the point where like the film is actually washed out? And as I watched it, I figured out like, no, this isn't actually film damage. Like this is an intentional decision on the filmmaker's part. So I'm not <laughs> sure exactly what the hell they were going for with all the fucking fog and I don't know. The, the, you the see backlighting. Going on in that yeah, movie. The, that, let's let's <laughs> shoot right into this sunset and have yeah. our characters in the foreground. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't even know who I'm looking at right now. I mean, I'm not sure there was a whole lot of story there to begin with, but even the, even what there was, it's kind of hard to decipher what was going on when you couldn't see half the movie. Um, a lot of the battle sequences, I think, and probably budgetary, they're trying to hide the special effects lapses, but take place in almost total darkness. Um, I want to know yeah, why it's... every big scary snake in this movie is a green anaconda. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> yeah. why the main villain's always like getting it up on her bits. That's my main fucking question. Like oh, so we, woman, I think both are valid Ocr- questions. Ocron has like some kind of weird ass snake fetish. Yeah, snake fetish. Um, which cannot be fun for the snake because she wears like this. If she has one article, she has two articles of clothing, and it's the gold mask that completely covers her face, uh, and this <laughs> yeah. one like piece of scrap metal with spikes on her crotch. Which, from a distance, and the way the movie shot, I'm just like, that is just the most like vile collection of pubic hair from a distance like this is weird <laughs> yeah. um yeah it took me a while to figure out like oh that's a piece like she's wearing something okay <laughs> i i guess i get it but <laughs> i guess yeah. um what do you expect from a woman who takes out chunks of brain from like a three foot long metal straw and has her wolf companion just spit wad it into her like nostril through her mask and she just like yeah this is my shit i'm like all right i mean it's no scarface but yeah I see guess. this is the thing that this movie has that you're you're gonna be hard pressed to find in other films that that is just it is as batshit crazy as that scene sounds i don't think ryan's description actually even gets it crazy as watching the no. damn thing does so. no like you just watch the whole process She's yeah. just like, let, yeah, shoot that brain wad up my nostrils, big furry daddy. Like, something like, even that seems better. I'm just like, what is happening? It makes no fucking yeah. sense. It's just. Yeah, there yeah. was, there were, I have to be honest, I never got bored with this one. I think after that opening no, same here. scene of like the, the rip, 
I was um, like, okay, well, I'm invested now. Um, you know, like I'm not, I'm not walking you, out. You two now. and I had completely different moments I mean, yeah, where I'm I just was, like, I am no longer. Invested. That was the reason they put the like big, violent, you know, gory scene at the beginning because there's a couple of scenes that get almost to that level later on, but nothing that's just as intentionally gratuitous as you know, uh, that's no. stereotypical Fulci as that opening yeah. attack scene. Yeah. Um, yes. There is all, there is the part where Ilias gets poisoned and is breaking out in these festering sores, and that oh, that's pretty yeah. gross. But it's right. not you know. And actually, I wanted to that... bring up like how he gets poisoned, like these these bushes that are flinging poison <laughs> nettle things. I was like, uh-huh. that's that's actually where I started thinking I want to play this D and D campaign from like here on out, not the previous yeah. stuff. But I was like, this sounds <laughs> cool as shit. I, so there there were enough things. The and by the way, the, the, there are zombies in this in a brief scene, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and I, I just they packed a lot of stuff. They in did for the short um, run time. So super intelligent dolphins. <laughs> it has it has hyper intelligent dolphins. I was gonna say the zombies though. I I know they're very unconventional compared to like American zombie films, which is literally like random people in their work clothes, just gory and rotting, walking around. Fulci's zombies in all of his zombie films. Um, he always takes, or he commonly takes a bit of a different take where it's like they're all dressed in white, they're already wrapped up in their shrouds, you know, mm-hmm. but like, like they've been web. embalmed, they've been, yeah, around, they all just been, they're yeah. they're a little more, they all look very similar, they're all like kind of bloated and stuff. It's, um, it's just it's kind of ghoulish, really, very and very creepy, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. very effective. So, something I've always liked about, about Fulci zombies is they they look very, very aged, almost mummified. Um, yeah, I'm that the very famous um, zombie, the the maggot face one from yeah. Zombie Two, is like the kind of the, the epitome of that like dead rotten, um, yeah, like ghoulish, clawed his way out of the grave type zombie. Not you know the Romero like blue faced. <laughs> I passed out and died at work, and now I and just stood up and walked away from there. But yeah, well, these uh. I felt like there was two different versions, unless the second ones I'm thinking about aren't technically zombies. Um, like the ones that were in the swamp, which were... I'm mm-hmm. always for a swamp zombie. I don't know what it is. Like I said, I was starting to play Castlevania when I yeah. was like, I'm gonna, I'm partially invested in my own suggested movie. Yeah, that was, I, I actually did pause the game to watch that scene. Like That's one of the few scenes that I'm like, this is great. Uh, and then the other zombie scene which i think is zombies but they're like covered in cobwebs and hiding in like mm-hmm. the yeah. rock crevices and, like, and those are like these are cool i don't know what these are like these are kind of original like i wasn't gonna say there's flat out zombie well the swamp ones for sure but the other ones yeah. it's just like ghouls so when i think i think of like some kind of ghoulish very interesting creature i'll give props to that and then there was the weird kind of lizard-like I don't even know how to describe them. There's like subterranean creatures that I don't know. He like I don't know. There was some other aspect. Some other, one of these little like side quests. There's all these little side quests the, in this movie. The first or second time he fell down a hole in a cave. <laughs> yeah, and there's these like semi-intelligent things. And, oh, you mean the yeah. things that you couldn't fucking see? Yeah. Because it was yeah. so poorly shot. Yeah. Yeah, that was know. one of the scenes that I was like, man, I don't even know what's going on. It's like pitch black, and I can't even tell what's going on in this movie. Yeah. And um, anyway, you know, I before we get too caught up in that, I, I, let's talk briefly about the three main characters, which we already talked sure. about. Uh, the main villain, uh, Okron, 
the woman with the snake fetish. Um, and then our two bromance leads, uh, Ilias and, and Mace. Ilias is, of course, the, you know, the adventuring young lad with the laser bow. And Mace is, how I put down in my notes, is both the chillest dude and Debbie Downer all yeah. in one. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, the beast master, essentially, but... But like, like just a middle-aged version where he's just like, I kind of gave up, you know, I don't fuck with them. They don't fuck with me. Like, he's just like, so I don't give a fuck. Like, I feel like he would be better if he was casted by, um, Nick Nolte, Nick Nolte. I would yeah. prefer him as Nick Nolte. He's very much a Nick Nolte. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could see. There's some similarities to Nick Nolte's character in the Mandalorian actually. So, <laughs> right. Ah, piss, Chewbacca. Uh, but anyways, he has the best lines. There was, um, God, the, the whole scene with with Mace's family was just was that his, his family? family? I was don't it, think so. I think clan? he was just helping out wanderers. He he like brought yeah. him stuff because he you know got to like have his way with the women or whatever. That's, <laughs> that was his explanation he gave Ilias. He like he helps them out because you know then he can uh, have the women and you can have her too. Like it, okay, it essentially like. Yeah, that was their conversation about it. I saved that line because, like I said, Maze has, like, the fucking best lines in this movie. But he yeah, says, like, um, so Ilias no- recognizes the woman from, from a previous scene and uh, says something about it. And he goes, like, you could have her, too, if you'd like. Ilias goes, no, thanks. He goes, all right, take her sister, then. <laughs> <You're> just... Yeah. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> He says it so like innocently. It's really weird that he's saying something kind of creepy like that. He's like he's the dude. Like, like... <laughs> he does it in his very own dude way. Yeah, I wasn't uh... sure what the relationship was, but I mean, maybe I mean maybe it's his. I, he's obviously taking care of them, and it's a it's a woman and her children. So potentially he's stepped into you know caveman stepdad situation there. But I don't know. I don't know if stepdad's the right word. Uh, more like. <laughs> No. What no, what what moms would call like, hey, Uncle Tony's coming over again. You how about you and uh, Karen go play in the backyard? Yeah. He's that uncle that always visits. I also got a kick yeah. out of the scene when um, uh, when Elias is teaching him how to shoot the bow, and Mace just shoots and kills this random guy who was returning <laughs> from a hunt. <laughs> and it's like nice shot huh like it wasn't even like that wasn't even part of the plot we're like oh my god i can't believe you did this it was just like hey oh, good i shot. absolutely love mace kind of because he's just such a oh, i don't know you're right like you're right he's like the dude barbarian the dude of barbarians or something but um he is a not a vegetarian but he doesn't kill animals Oh, but he does kill people and steal their food. Like, so. he, there's that what that whole scene with Ilias where he's just like he says like uh, yeah I don't trust men but I love animals. My friends are animals and and, and Ilias is just like but we're eating an animal. He goes and his response is well, I didn't kill him. I didn't it. kill him. <laughs> well, I didn't kill him. Yeah. Jesus fuck man, your moral complex is just. Like, fluxing all over the goddamn place isn't it <laughs> it's like i have these rules well they're more like guidelines and <laughs> i kept thinking like okay he's named mace right and that 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 holds true in italian as well because the actual original title of the film was mace something i don't remember but it was conquest oh, yeah. for american release um and he's so so i'm getting this impression you know he's supposed to be the big hero of this movie and um 
probably was named Mace because he was, you know, as of on the page, most likely used a mace in combat because of the type of weapon that he had. But the shitty little, like, nunchucks that they gave him <laughs> as his, like, main weapon just cracked me up. They almost looked like they were, like, puffy nunchucks or yeah. something. Like, I don't even like know they made what out they were going for with that. Some shit. But it certainly yeah. was not a mace, at least not any kind no. of one that I'm familiar with in my many years of D&D playing. No, no. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious to watch him, like, knock these werebear things out with this tiny, like, mini nunchucks or whatever the hell he was swinging at them. I don't know. It just... he, he stops, like, an attack with them, too, but not with, like, the actual nunchucks, but, like, with the thin fucking string of yarn that he has that attaches the two things. They're, like, two inches in length. They're, like, the worst fucking nunchucks. They're, like, the nunchucks you get at a fucking carnival as a kid. <laughs> it's like the one thing that you win and your parents are like i regret him winning that because now he's just beating the shit out of everyone yeah they almost looked like elongated fuzzy dice yes just like you know what a lucky logs, rabbit's man. paw or a rabbit's foot is yeah. they looked like mm. two of those tied together yeah. there's like a piece deer of yarn feet. there's deer feet <laughs> just whacking people with them <laughs> And he's just saying animals are my friends, and he's kicking people in the face with his Oh, and he just like kicks chuck. ass with them, and it just like that doesn't even look dangerous. Like, what is the what is this weapon he has? <laughs> so the scene in the movie where Mace has to fight against the evil doppelganger of himself, yes, folks, that is a scene in the movie. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot because there's so it, many so much shit happens. In this I was minute really movie. trying to pay attention to that scene and like, okay, so which one's which? And I I must have gotten confused because like. The guy at the end who died, or is you know who not dies, but you know who, who's defeated, defeated is like, yeah. oh, that that wasn't him. I thought it was him. I've been watching this like really carefully the whole time. No, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not sure they kept track even like in. No, like, they didn't. <laughs> I'm not sure we'll you could have figured post. that one out. So, <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they just said, you know, we're gonna have a guy from behind who's dressed like you, and you're gonna wrestle him, and then we'll just cut it up and make it into a fight scene <laughs> in editing yeah. we'll fix it in post <laughs> yeah um the effect i had to stop the movie because i was laughing so goddamn hard <laughs> is any time they showed the birds oh i love the birds <laughs> the birds it's the same damn shot of fake birds every time. same shot of fake birds every time the oh, birds are God. like the birds from the pan the the birdemic movie look better yeah. than this. I actually wanted to see him again at the end. I was disappointed we didn't oh. get one more look at the birds. Like but... off to the sunset as Maze walks, like you just get yeah. those birds. <laughs> I mean, it just the combination of like the the shoddy puppet bird flopping around, and they probably wiggled the camera to make it look like it's flapping harder or something. But it, it looks so. I, I think oh, it, it hangs there for way too long, and you so you can tell like you're what you're like figuring out. Oh, they're the puppet strings and everything. Like yeah. I figured it all out, and yeah, he's just like gazing into the sky and seeing seeing his birds, his animal friends. You know. Yeah, the birds he fixes, he helps, and then he throws it up in the air, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I couldn't help but think through this whole thing that this man like man this is the weirdest Beastmaster sequel that I've seen yet yeah but yeah again they pack up so much stuff into this movie oh man yeah I mean I will give it that I agree with you 100% Joe it is not a boring movie it is a lot of things but boring it is not and it's gonna it pulls out a bunch of crazy shit pretty much every five minutes you're on to the next crazy scene and um 
some of them work better than others you know when you can see them it helps so Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah i mean they just really packed a lot in what about um so i briefly mentioned before in the beginning uh with my little synopsis here of uh the bromance between Ilias and mace um i like this is spoiler territory if for any of you who who really want to, you know, for ears for this movie, Conquest, yeah. um, Ilias dies. <laughs> yeah, um, the weirdest move in the one of the weirdest moves in the movie. Yeah, because because honestly, they kind of play him as like the main. Uh-huh. He's just like that Luke Skywalker type, and you like Mace is like a Han Solo mixed with an Obi Wan. Um, mm. If they were played by Nick Nolte, trying to do a a Lebowski um sorry i just really want to focus on a joke is it funny no but i get a tickle in my soul um so i mean i wrote down the original description fabio with nunchucks so that's 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 about right yeah like an aged fabio who just gave up (laughs) um he uh so so twist is like oh hey this young guy who you think might be the lead who we start the movie out with this guy and his his journey he's dead he actually the the woman actually wins like he gets his head cut off and shit um and you're like, oh what a twist i wasn't seeing that coming then you get this scene where mace burns the body <laughs> so the woman has the head and he burns the body and you're this like okay for, this is for real folks like this is for real uh, so he he burns it same like you would like um like in star wars or any kind of viking situation in a movie it's like you think you're just seeing the flames and you get the close-up of the face and it should just last a little bit and then the scene moves on no it keeps fucking showing the whole Illis barbecue that's going on here and it's yeah, just like, like watching like all the bones off of the bones <laughs> off the fucking bones and then you hear this voice of Illis going like i want you to take your my ashes and wipe it on you i want you to take be me be part of you and he yeah. fucking does rub the my sweaty... ashes all over your body and you will have my power <laughs> yeah and you, you can, can operate my laser a... bow my laser bow <laughs> and he just and you get this like 40 something sweaty guy with a mullet just wiping his dead friend's ashes on his face and i'm like i wonder if that voice was real i wonder if he just like just thought it <laughs> you know it's like he's just my and he's just wiping my friends the animals my friends are the animals because <laughs> he's wiping i'm like yeah this is why the friend the animals are your friends no one else wants to be a friend with your fucking crazy ass wiping their ashes all over you it's weird man can you imagine luke skywalker doing that with darth vader at the end of fucking return of the jedi <laughs> completely fucking different movie yeah. <laughs> possibly a better one I was going to say, that ending is compelling, <laughs> though. I mean, let's think about it for a minute. <laughs> and then I it mean, just snaps. They had the opportunity to do it again, and they didn't. So, I don't know. Maybe no. maybe they were missing I mean, out. Yeah. I mean, seems like a Kylo move, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to finish what you started. <laughs> yeah, I could Sorry. see him to actually Adam Driver is a great actor. Nothing wrong against Adam Driver. But, yeah, anyways, the Illus Barbecue. That's what I have in my notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yet another note of like crazy shit that happened in this movie and yeah you're right the overly long like concentrated i mean and this is totally a i guess a faulty thing he by this point like he's already become known as like the maestro of you know gore essentially but italian horror extreme italian horror and i have a feeling i don't know how he got this job i didn't read it even though wikipedia page is a little like vague on exactly how he became involved in this project but he didn't write it and um it's kind of like he's just trying to put his signature on it by making it you know 
just inappropriately violent, even for this film in places that don't really make sense. Like the, the woman being pulled apart, uh, the, the perseverating on the, the bursting sores in the poison scene. And then this scene where he like, you know, just, just hovers on the flesh melting off the bones of this body for what, like three minutes of film time. <laughs> like it's, and this, and keep in mind, this is your hero character that you supposedly have come to like throughout, like in theory have come to like throughout this movie and are watching his journey. And now you're watching his flesh bubble off of his bones and his crazy old friend wiping his ashes all over him. Um, I'm, just, I'm just sitting yeah, here I mean, going. It's, it's certainly an original twist, that's for sure. So, huh. um, It's one of those things. Because the way that this movie transitions into the next weird concept and scene like it just happens you're like oh oh okay we're we're in a new one mm-hmm. that's how it fucking ends too and it's the weirdest thing <laughs> I, this is what i had to go to wikipedia for and i don't re- i don't usually do this like i not to not to be like i am I'm so smart and i just get movies man but um like this literally left me with like i'm like what the fuck did the ending of that movie mean let me go read about it and see what <laughs> other people think it means because, like, I literally, I was at a point, like, I'm not even sure I know what happened at the end of that movie, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, visually, it's it's kind of interesting, but, like, I couldn't tell you, like, in, you know, literally what was what it was supposed to mean, so. Anyway, go ahead, sorry. No, no, that was it. That, that was perfect. Uh, no, Eric's right. And I will, like Eric says, I will read the end of it. It's, like, this last paragraph, because it's the only way I could fucking, fucking <laughs> conceptualize this ending. <laughs> The next morning, Mace confronts Okron in her lair, and the bow suddenly flies out of her hands into his. Which, by the way, can we talk about that scene with the bow flying in the air? Which is clearly like, okay, this is two different footage. This is just a a bow (laughs) in one frame in place. It doesn't move across the frame. It's in one place as, like, this background is moving behind it. Reminded it reminded me of the 8-bit Nintendo thing. graphics, honestly. Yes! Like... <laughs> um, yeah, I know what you're referring to. It's exactly like that. <laughs> Anyways, he takes all, he takes on all of Okron, uh, sorry, Okron's uh, surviving wo- werewolves, shooting them with his magic let's, arrows from the let's bow. Let's make sure we're using finger quotes every time we say werewolves, too. So Yeah, yeah. Uh, shooting the Chewbacca-Benji uh, mutant hybrids <laughs> with his magic bows. Uh, Mace fires a magic arrow at Okron and penetrates her mask. I'm going to stop that point. It not only penetrates her mask, it penetrates the mountain in which she's fucking hiding in and then yep. penetrates her mask. Uh, revealing the hideously ugly face of a ghoul atop her smooth, nibble body. Yeah, thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> like, we weren't aware of that. It mentions it in the last paragraph of the description of this whole movie. Like, this whole movie, she's fucking naked, pretty much. Yeah, like, she we're does aware. not wear clothes. Like, she's, you no. know. She wears, her... like, that little weird, you know, um, spike, you know underwear. Spike that, co- spiky underwear. Is it a cock? Has, like... Quick question: Is it a cock piece if a woman's wearing it? Is it just a crotch piece? A what is cod that? piece? I don't know if it's a cod, cod piece. piece. When... I said crotch piece. <laughs> yeah. Oh I'm not shit! Sure. For the past thirty years, I've been saying we'll it just, wrong. We'll just say. Uh, we'll just say it is. Sure. Cod piece. Yeah. Spiky cod piece. Cod piece. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so, um, yeah. So that's uh this fucking movie. Um. <laughs> fucking me up anyways it reveals the spirit halloween mask that is her true face um and then then she fucking dies uh and her dead body transforms into a wolf for some fucking reason and then runs off into the wilderness with the white wolf of zora 
it says it I runs did... off with, but Zora's white wolf Zora's just watches gone. her run. Like, yeah, he's the funny just watching thing is, it. Is Zora, and we didn't mention Zora. Oh, yeah, I was just going to mention Zora is her about wolf, that. and she uh, at one point um, transforms her wolf into a warrior to go into, and he's the one that actually ends up killing Ilias. Um, yeah, and he, he looks like she... a. What, what... Orders. Very quickly, he kind of looks like a Doctor Who. Actually, this whole movie kind of looked like Doctor Who budget, like old classic Doctor. Oh Who yeah, budget. yeah. Time just definitely did, especially the, like the the way the action scenes like play out and the yeah. reusing of the same like hill and quarry over and over again. It reminded me of some classic Doctor Who. But <laughs> I was gonna say Zorado looks kind of like a classic Ice Warrior. No, no lie. He, he's got like oh, yeah, green totally. plated armor. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry, Eric. I just had to say because you're a Doctor. You're the Doctor Who guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I totally see that. And um yeah, sorry Joe, I think I cut you off about saying something about oh, Zora. No, earlier. I was just going to mention how like the the it was more of a surprise to me at the end when Zora comes when you see Zora again and he's the one who's killed Ilias because in that battle where Mace fights himself, it ends up actually being Zora. And that's kind of the end then. And I was like, so that's all they're doing with this character? I mean, he's supposed to be this spirit that inhabits this white wolf that she has. And she, like, summons him and promises him. And it's like, he, that's the best he can do? Is I'm going to be a lookalike of the other guy? I mean, if you're that powerful, what the hell? Like, be something big and scary. What the fuck? Yeah. But yeah, Zora, she sends Zora to kill Mace and, like, orders him to protect her and you know uh kill mace and he just freaking disappears like this is like post uh after okay after Ilias is dead so mace comes and you know takes out all the werewolves um i don't remember exactly what happens with zora zora just, he just ghosts he literally ghosts just disappears he literally like out i'm out of here and then she like you know in wolf form at the very end like chases him down he's back in his wolf body or whatever which no okay and keep in mind if you've never seen this movie none of this is ever given any context they just are wolves and then they're people and then they're wolves and then they're you know nothing um if you feel like we're our explanation is all over the place that's not our <laughs> fault <laughs> yeah that's how you feel watching we're, te- we're telling things in chronological order here <laughs> I guess the question is, does it have rewatchability in any capacity? Is this, like, so bad you can't watch it again, or it's so bad I could watch it again the same way I would watch um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2? Yeah, unfortunately, I think it's it's the, the latter for me. Like, this is something, like, if someone's like, yeah, I really love, you know, it's so bad they're good movies, or I just want to see something really batshit crazy, I'd be like, oh, you got to see this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, so, yeah, so I think there's some, definitely <laughs> some rewatchability with the right, you know, frame of mind and audience. But, so um, I want to thank you, Ryan, for suggesting this gem for us to see. Yes. Um, yeah it 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 uh it sparked much joy yeah i i will i will going into the like going into this in the first few i i selected this movie because i'm like wow this has a, a, on tubi anyways it has just the the most amazing like classic movie poster and i'm like yeah oh, this movie's gonna great. be awful this movie's gonna be yep. awful because this poster is way too good for for whatever is on Tubi. <laughs> um, I didn't know going in how it was going to go. 
Um, I'm glad that it worked out so terribly. I will say in the first 10 minutes after watching a woman get ripped in half, I'm like Job in the middle of rest of development, just sitting there going like, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> like, like, what have I done to myself? Joe and Eric must love this right now. Sarah must be questioning me uh, and why I chose this. Um, you know, she, she got bored with it. She was like, I'm out. You owe me because this movie sucks. This is just, everything's bad. I'm like, I'm enjoying how bad it is, though. Yeah, I was, everything is bad. She's right. But, though I will but that's say, the point. We... The, the, the rip in half scene was great because... She, it starts again with like they're dragging her off and i i said "Ooh, this is rough and yeah, sarah went that's... yeah it is and i go but it's fulci and she's like yeah i know and then <laughs> at the both... but it's fulci you should have seen it coming <laughs> yeah right i was like yeah but it's fulci you kind of knew right and then when but when it starts to then unfold what's actually happening we both it was almost like in tandem left and right oh 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 <laughs> And then it was like, yeah. and then, then she looked at him, she goes, who recommended this? Is this your pick? I go, no, Ryan. She went, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I felt a little bad about it because I was, I was, nobody, I, I had not seen it, but I was a little bit aware of what it was and I yeah, knew nobody who, warned whose me. film it was. And, um, yeah, I, I was, I was guaranteeing there was going to be something like that in there somewhere, so. Yeah, no, no, nobody warned me. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, uh, it wasn't quite to the level of the like the Beyond or Zombie or some of his better um, horror, gory horror films. But, um, but I almost feel like it's it's a little worse because a little more. It, it was a little more of a surprise here because it was like just kind of like, oh wait, I'm not expecting. You know, I think I'm watching a swords and Sor sword and sorcery movie, which certainly have some violence, but that kind of like graphic uh gore type violence is is unique to something like this so anyway. i will say i will say this the fight scenes are inconsistent with the level of violence uh versus yes, to one character versus another case in point <laughs> anything done to literally anyone else by anyone is just over the top holy shit like the wolfmen uh, Benji warriors like when the suit that one hit to the head and you bear like oh, yeah, it looks like, like a love tap explodes <laughs> the top part and you just see exposed brain however when you get three of them attacking mace they're gnawing at every like they're gnawing <laughs> at his legs they're gnawing at his arms and there's just like little bites with barely any blood and he's just like flicking them off like they're flies or some shit like what the fuck get the fuck off of me jesus it's like a dog humping his leg it's like that level of annoyance well, but he's, got his, he's got his little you know fluffy nunchucks so he's got yeah. his fluffy nunchucks but he wasn't you know, regardless <laughs> anyways i i, I um, did i did realize watching this movie with the the quote-unquote werewolf warrior army right these kind of hmm. berserker type things how much i really want to see a movie in modern era of like i'm talking game of thrones epic battle scene right Where, like thousands of soldiers all just clanging together at once those types of epic battle scenes but one side are all like barbarian werewolves and the other side are vikings it just this movie made me realize i want i need to see that i mean that just that image like we i, I feel like we need to write a screenplay just to get that, that i need a movie around that <laughs> and i know that this is how this is how blockbusters are made i have a good scene in mind let's figure a story around it 
Oh, but God, yeah. yeah, because these these things look terrible. But I'm like, you know what? The concept of like Wolfman style barbarian, I'm like that that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It just looks like shit here. But this movie does not lack in originality. That's for sure. No. Here's the thing, guys. Like we could shoot that and still have the same amount of cast members as this movie has, like all seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that includes the extras. Um, we could just do that. Even all, during quarantine, just shoot different parts, piece together, yeah. and it still would be way better quality than this movie was fucking <laughs> shot and done for. You know what it would need, though? So, you know what it would need? Woman getting ripped need? in half. Um, how about how about how about we up the... A child. A oh, child getting ripped in half. Two. Two children. Two children. Hold, like a sister and brother holding each other's hands. Like, I don't want to ever let go! But they're being pulled away, and then both their torsos rip, but they're still holding hands. So it's a yeah. it's a violent but touching Man, scene. You don't realize it, Ryan, but you may be really good at making stuff like this. I think so. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. I, I I'm well aware. <laughs> Anyone who's anyone throughout high school have seen my artwork going wow you like to draw some pretty gory shit and i'm like first off not too much and secondly i hate gore is it I don't kind know of where like this comes from I, I, it's I, kind I'm, of I'm, I'm blanking on the specifics on the names of the guy right now but there was a uh, behind the scenes featurette i saw related to the stephen king movie graveyard shift okay, um, okay. back yeah. in late 80s early 90s and i remember uh, something specific about it is that one of the special effects guys actually has a phobia of blood like he passes yeah. out when he sees it yet he's mixing a five gallon bucket of it yeah and they're talking about his, um, his his discomfort he goes yeah when it really starts to affect me i know it's like looking good it's looking real when it's starting to bother me <laughs> like that's a, a good litmus it's, test i guess it's funny because yeah. like the like I can watch really gory movies and things don't bother me, but um, some of the Italian movies that have like real animal violence, and I, I, I have I am suspect that there's a couple of scenes of that in this film. Oh, snakes, I'm pretty definitely. sure they fucking flat out burned the illest character, like the actor himself. I'm not fucking <laughs> well, like that was too that. realistic. One of those, one they of those, definitely killed a snake. They definitely killed a snake. Yeah, and like, like it was pretty, it was pretty brutal. And for some reason, like I could watch the woman get ripped in half, and I, I could even kind of be like, uh, you know, uh, chuckle at it, and it's you know, it's gory, it's fun, it's a movie. Um, the second I see the snake thing, I'm like, ah, oh, I hate that. Like, I don't like it when they do that. Like that, that I'm, actually yeah, bugs I'm me. So like, yeah. uh, it's the reason I'm not a big fan of the Italian cannibal films, especially cannibal Holocaust. Cause there is a lot of real, it's, it's a lot of animal it. Yeah. violence in it. And I don't like it at all. Like it, that really bothered me about it. So, you know, and I feel like you can tell, cause I saw that snake die in that movie and I was like, Whoa, that, yeah, that was a real, that was a real one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh God! You know what we totally forgot about mentioning is the entirely inappropriate score of the movie um, done by Claudio <laughs> Simonetti, who's a genius and the, yeah. like, the kind of the genius behind Goblin, and he's done so much great music for Argento and a bunch of our, our Italian filmmakers. But man, does it not fit anything in this movie, and just kind of like is off-putting and annoying, like most of the time. Um, but anyway so no, yeah that imagine we, we can imagine fantasy with the synthesizer score and if you're thinking legend it's like no not that this is like i don't know imagine like a john carpenter-esque synthesizer score set to 
on top of a fantasy movie but that's giving it too much credit calling it i I was starting to like the music a bit actually like it totally didn't fit but i was like on its own this is kind of cool yeah on its own maybe it's fine like i think it could be listenable like it's a a decent synth score 80s synth score but yeah (laughs) it just didn't fit the film at all uh that's accurate well on that note what do you want to grade this wonderful classic oh god (laughs) Joe, you start. Uh, you know what? I'm. I'm. This was a movie that that dove down into some territory that we have not often gone into. I'm not going to say never because we did look at some Argento films that got close. Um, yeah. I. I'm so I'm going to throw this to the grade bin that we. I got to thinking about it when I was making some notes today that we rarely use, and that is the D area. I notice we either give we commonly either give movies A's, B's, sometimes C's or F's if it's really bad. But I'm gonna give this one a D. I don't think I'm gonna fail it. Hmm, it had okay. enough to keep me interested. It wasn't always good. It was rarely <laughs> good, but it had something that made me go, okay, I'm I'm invested. I'll I'll sit this out. It's never boring. It's got some so bizarre off the wall concepts that I actually kind of like them. Um, but no, it's a horribly made movie. The dialogue's terrible. The costumes and set design is god awful. The effects are god awful. But it's kind of that's kind of where it lands. Then it's like it's a crash landing, but there's a few survivors. So I'll give it a I'll give it a, a I'll give it just a mid level D. It's worth okay. seeing if you're really into cult films. If you are a Fulci fan, if you liked Zombie, if you liked The Beyond, or uh, House by the Cemetery, definitely watch this one. Um, oh, but those are all so much better. They're so much better, just and, so and I, like... <laughs> they are. But this is worth seeing just to see, like, hey, even even the best directors have their flops. Um, yeah, not that I would put those on like best ever movie list, but this one just seems incompetent in places. Though. It is, it is, His and I think it's, don't, but... it's so bad. This is this is one of my epitomes <laughs> of it's so bad you got to see it. Not it's so yeah. bad it's good, but it's so bad you've got to see this. So I'll give it a yeah. D. Yeah, you know, I'm going to echo a lot of that. This movie is total garbage, but it also amused the hell out of me, like, the whole time I was watching it. So, so how, like, I started questioning the grading system. Like, how do I grade that? Like, I don't want to, like, give it a <laughs> good grade and, like, be like, you should watch this because only a certain person looking for a certain thing should watch this movie. But it's not without its charm. So, I don't know. It's, it's as a film itself, as a piece of art, it's utterly, like, without any sense you can't see any skill in the filmmaking. There's no tact to the storytelling. Uh, it can't even tell a cohesive story, and half the time you can't see what's going on in it. So I think it honestly, for like just you know people that are into like garbage movies, so bad it's good stuff, it's a must-see. Or if you're a total completist about having to see all the sword and sorcery stuff out there, this one exists. Um, it's a terrible movie, but this is what we were talking about in the Velocipaster show. We were talking about kind of... Um, the phenomenon of so bad it's good and that that movie like tapped into that but it was very knowingly tapped into this this is the opposite this yeah, is this one was... that was somebody was attempting to make you know cash in on this sword and sorcery thing attempting to make a sword and sorcery movie and just made this like really hilariously awful movie it's it's terrible but it's amusing schlock i don't know like um so yeah i'm gonna land in the almost like in the exact same place as joe i can't fail it because i had too much fun watching it but it sucks at the same time so a d okay uh that's that's fair um so like i said when i when i suggested this i went 
purely off of the artwork, which I give an A to the 2B oh, yes. artwork displayed. Um, and like I said in the past reviews, if I have not, I've said it in person. If you have a movie with a really good poster uh, of this era, um, you know it's going to be a really awful movie. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, yes, let's change things up. We know we were watching some great movies. I'm going to throw in a bad movie because those are just as fun to review not knowing what the fuck kind of hell I put myself into and because I have such great friends who warned me. Um, <laughs> you bastards. That makes two Mr. Boogies. This is like this is like Mr. Boogity. This is like Mr. Boogity if he d- just disemboweled a woman. <laughs> it's like the same level of just everything. Um, I boogity this... movie. I, I did I did too. thought I heard one of those werewolf creatures saying boogity boogity boo as he was running yeah, apart. Yeah, no, they did. Um so um actually she she the Okran was the bride of Boogity. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um I give this movie a DF, definitely an F. Um I would not want to fucking watch this again. Um but yes, it does have that weird like this is such an awful movie that if you're into this shit it, it it's a fun thing to do drunkenly with friends i did not yep. i got just i was sober in the morning uh alone <laughs> so when i watched it so i was like nope i'm gonna play castlevania uh that's way better <laughs> so i did um i do have a question uh, for you ryan it, do you think and and i'm not asking you to repeat this but just you know based on what you just said do you think your grade would have been different or not if you watched it later in the evening maybe had a couple of drinks in you like a more um, laid-back party atmosphere this would have been a great one to it? do a live watch of i think like no it wouldn't that atmosphere would have fuck you derek <laughs> you know uh, no, i would have no. done a live watch of this one um no i wouldn't know um this is this is a type of movie that like if 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 science mystery theater 3000 uh did like horrific gory r-rated movies this would be up there i would say easily uh, check um, out real tracks there might be a real tracks for this yeah, i actually be. think but, it might be one of them that they've done but yeah but we're not sponsored so fuck them um to answer <laughs> joe's questions though i would have to do this with you guys live like i would like privately in some in some faction with alcohol sure um it doesn't have to be at night i'll drink alcohol in the morning i'm not ashamed of it i'm not an alcoholic uh, that makes it sound like I am. Um, no, I, I don't know. It's it's it's. This would have been probably easier to watch if not alone. Uh, this is definitely a group movie to watch. Uh, yes, there yep. is so many fun things to watch to talk about with the stupidity of this movie. This movie is far from great. So that was that was that up. That was this episode of the Video Junkyard <laughs> Podcast. We would um, we we would love to know any of your thoughts on this movie too. Hopefully you you tuned in. Okay, I don't want to put Ryan in an uncomfortable place with that one. Perhaps you watched this one too on Tubi. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts on it. Please feel free to share those questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms with the Video Junkyard Podcast. You can email us at videojunkyardpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at videojunkpod or our Facebook page, or the Video Junkyard Podcast Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. For the duration of our quarantine, uh, we are selecting all of our movies off of TubiTV.com and would like to have you join us and watch uh, any of the movies we're reviewing there. Uh, That being said, we are picking them the week before we um, 
actually talk about them so i don't i don't have much to tell you about what's coming up on the show however keep uh posted on our facebook page and we will let you know uh probably by monday of the before the show airs uh what we're watching we'll post a trailer and if you're interested uh go to tubi check it out and uh, then tune in the video junkyard podcast on every friday and uh listen to what we have to say about it uh next week i believe we're actually watching your mom <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the one ostrich in the audience. And show about people. Um, yeah. <laughs> people are going to Tubi and typing in your mom. mom. <laughs> That's how not many, his mom. Ma! Ma! How many O's are in Ma? Oh, gosh. Um, so, yeah. Conquest. This movie's fucking nuts. But it was yeah. fun. Yeah. That's the best yeah. way to describe it. We do it's promise, really Ryan, next time you make a suggestion, if we know anything about it, we'll say something we definitely will yeah. not say anything so. <laughs> this, this, oh, make, going, this makes two way. boogities it doesn't matter that this this movie was my suggestion this now makes two boogities uh, on my tally i'd say 1.5 <laughs> car car carnage is He's like i keep trying to pick these awful movies and they keep having hey, fun with them ryan if it's <laughs> any consolation every time i log on to disney plus um it's it's recommended is mr Good. boogity it's right there home screen every goddamn oh, yeah. time so it knows better it, for, it knows it's better a... for me <laughs> it's just like oh no no we listen to your podcast we're one of the few in uh mountain view california uh or colorado i mean um no we're good we understand man <laughs> represent we want to thank you for tuning in and checking out the video junkyard podcast please feel free to uh share it around and until next time i'm joe peterson I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Slyskill saying, let's have a moment of silence for all the one animals, or many more, and potentially actors who were killed in the making of Conquest. <laughs> Poor Elias. Conquest! You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast on Twitter at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. Want to thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard. <laughs>